Welcome to Nerd Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and I am so excited to talk nerd with you guys. It's going to be a wild ride over this podcast. We're going to be talking about everything nerdy under the sun. This is going to include Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Pokemon, superheroes, movies, TV, books, you name it, we're going to talk about it. I can't wait to get into this, so make sure you buckle up, subscribe to our podcast, and hang on because it's going to be a wild ride. Welcome to Nerd Talk, everybody. Today we're talking about CW's Arrowverse. If you don't know what that is, it's the shared universe of DC Comics TV shows on the CW. The shows involved are Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Constantine, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman, and now Superman and Lois, and they are continually adding more and more. Uh, It all started with Arrow, hence the Arrowverse title, back in 2012. Today joining me are my friends Casey and newcomer Chick. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this. I'm so stoked about this one. We've been talking about this uh, just through some processing and trying to figure it all out. I'm super excited because this is a show that I personally have been watching since the very first episode. And I've watched almost every show um, with every episode. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. So here's my first question, guys. Which of the eight shows has been your favorite and why? Probably Superman and Lois is my favorite. It's just done so well. And... Um... It's done so well. Uh, real, don't feel like there's a ton of fan service, and this only takes a creative spin on things that I've not really seen before. Awesome. Uh, so um, my favorite show is definitely The Flash, um, and it's for a different reason than a lot of people like it. Because a lot of people like it because it, you know, a lot of the characters and the favorite superheroes Flash. I love The Flash because it's so sappy and mushy and full of these like warm family moments that just kind of like make your insides all warm and cuddly yeah i love it like every time i watch flash stuff i end up crying because i'm just a giant teddy bear so anyways that's why i love the flash (laughs) awesome yeah i think uh arrow really hit me um that's got the the original nostalgia to it but they kept bringing in certain characters and i think it just that was like the gateway it's kind of like your gateway drug into this whole universe um with arrow you had deathstroke um, you had Flash show up as his first episode there. You had um, all kinds of characters like Black Canary. You had both Speedy and Arsenal um, both show up in their own retrospectives on the show. You had Superman show up here and there on their crossovers. You had all these different things happen. I just I think it was really cool the way they designed Arrow to be kind of the stepping point. And then even though he's left, it's still called the Arrowverse. So, yeah, I, I think that's awesome. So here's the next question. Who is your favorite main character and who is your favorite side character? Um, my favorite main character is probably uh, it's probably Barry Allen from The Flash just because uh, he has um, – I, I really – not that I relate to it because um, my life honestly is fairly easy compared to a lot of people. But I really dig all the like darkness and trauma that goes on in his past that overflows into his life as a flash and the story of him having to constantly overcome all of that stuff. Um, and how the flash that like 
that goes into him being the Flash and stuff like that. So that's probably why. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's probably why Barry's my favorite character, just because, um, just the whole message of overcoming, you know, all the darkness and stuff that's either going on in your past or going on in your life currently. So yeah, I think that's pretty dope. Now, who's your favorite side character? Though? Yeah, side character. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't pick. Uh, but I will tell you. Um, I can't. So I have to go with just one, right? Uh, it, you can go into two if if, if you got if like, I, if you if can't really to. pick that one. Yeah. Gun to my head, it's definitely, and I know I'm sticking to Flash here, but um, it's definitely Cisco. Really, um, I was oh. I was gonna put Ralph Dibney on you. I yeah. seriously thought that Elongated Man was gonna be you, your because when you and me man. talk about it together, I always bring up Ralph because I love him. Oh um, yeah, is it cool? Is it cool if I say R.I.P. Even though he's not dead, R.I.P. Ralph. I mean, yeah, I mean they're probably not gonna bring him back due yeah. to contracts yeah, and things like that. But so, anyways, yeah, Cisco is definitely my um, one because we have the same hair. I got gotcha. you exactly. Yeah. And also. Um, he, he, um, I mean, like, personality-wise, a lot of my friends tell me, like, he's really a lot like me. Um, also, he does, uh, whenever they write for him, and also Carlos Valdez does a good job acting for him when they do. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, he, dude, I love Carlos Valdez he's so phenomenal. much. He's great. But, uh, his character does a really good job of going back and forth between comic relief and being really serious. Oh, yeah. Like, Especially some... when they hit, like, those centered episodes on him, and it's, like, his story, when they brought Reverb in. Exactly. Oh, man, yeah. he did phenomenal. Like, yeah, when they're struggling with him and his brother, like, especially that one episode where they finally, like, become close. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, and, like, they're hugging, and he's like, oh, I love you, you're my brother always, I'll always love you, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I love my brother. I have two brothers. Oh, I love my brother so much. Anyways, uh... And then he's also, especially because Carlos Valdez is awesome at this, is a super hilarious character. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. I love when he references things. And, like, there was an episode uh, a few few weeks back, and they brought in uh, Fuega. Um, is that what, what they called her? Fuega? Uh, like, Fueza. Fueza. That's what... Fueza or something like that. Yeah. So it was, it's the, the strength character uh, that comes in from the, the strength force. It was actually Rampage, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about that. She looks like Rampage, but they ended up uh, giving a, a different name to her and all that. Yeah. So anyways, they go into this, and what I thought was cool was, like, he, they just write his character so well. He's like, well, She-Hulk yeah. was taken. Like, like it, it's just funny. Like, they write these characters in, and, like... I know that like Big Bang Theory references the Flash, and I think right. that there's been a time or two where the uh, him as, as Vibe has has been like, oh, like Sheldon, like not not not, or like he makes some type of reference to Big right. Bang Theory. So it's like, wait, <laughs> is there this like loop where like he can tell you what's happening on Big Bang while they can tell you what's happening on Flash, and like it's just this endless <laughs> cycle of they know who's who's who. I, I love in season two when they're when they when they put um, Barry into the speed force and they need a lightning rod so he takes the he takes the um, the weather wand to the top of star labs and put, takes it up to be the, oh yeah and he says expelliarmus <laughs> yeah he, he he yells one of the the harry potter things like <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that was that was genius he's so good and they just they write him it's it's kind of like carlos if you ever hear this i just want you to know you're welcome to our show I we would love, love you. for you to be here um but no, seriously, like the way they write his character, it's like he would fit perfectly with us. Like if anybody right. out of that whole universe, we would probably most relate to to Cisco because he just he he knows his nerd stuff and and he still has time to be super smart and do his own thing. So, man, that's awesome. So, Casey, who who are your favorite character and side characters? So, I have a question for you. What's a main character to you? 
So a main character would be uh, one of the title characters. Okay. Um, so like with Legends, it can be anyone on the team. So I was thinking Leonard Snart is probably my Ooh, favorite. Which one is? Captain Cold. Captain Cold is. We're gonna just... go with that, and yeah, technically with. Yeah, League, uh, League of Legends. Yeah, because I can't Legends. go with him with Flash. He's not <laughs> main character in the Flash. Yeah. But I just, I really love the whole cool as a cucumber, like, I don't get racked by anything. Like, even in, I don't remember what episode it was, but I remember there was an episode, he's like, make a plan, plan gets messed up, make a new plan sort of situation. Yeah, throw it out, make yeah. a new plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, that was, that was amazing to me. That's, a, that's a big trending sound on TikTok, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. Teachers on TikTok use it all the time. They're like, make a plan, <laughs> plan goes off the rails, throw away the plan. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which teacher, I'm sure teachers relate to that so hard. And then favorite side character? Real quick, before oh, before okay, I get so back, yeah. so I do, I do want to hit Leonard Snart real fast. Okay. So what I think is cool is that not only did Leonard Snart, like the casting was perfect, mm-hmm. but then Heat Wave. Yeah, we got with Dominic Purcell because they're both from because they're both from break. prison. Break, yeah, exactly. Which is another big nerd following. Like right, right. people love that show, and like it may not be like your big nerdy thing, but like when you go in and like if you're a TV guy like I am, like and you're going in and like I mean I've watched Prison Break. My parents loved Prison Break, and I remember when Flash was coming out, I nerded out and I was like, "Mom, look who's coming in!" And she's like. Wait, he's from Prison Break. And, like, she knew who he was. Yeah. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I see what you did there. Nice. So, <laughs> so anyways, we're, uh, we're, we're looking at this. And I just, I think that by the fact that they said, okay, we're going to bring in not just, like, this really good actor, but we're going to partner him with someone he's done very well with. And then they built the rogues gallery kind of around them. Because I believe even the sister was in that show as well. Like, basically, like, all of the characters kind of came from stuff that they had done already. So they built their rogues gallery so that way there was that natural chemistry between them, which I think was cool. So I love the fact that you chose Leonard Snart as your character. I love that. Speaking of Golden Glider, I, I mean, I know I, I know Cisco's with Camilla right now, but I still needed, like, one more episode of Golden Glider, <laughs> Cisco Ramon action. Because only got he only got two episodes with her. And... <laughs> That's disappointing. I, anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so your favorite side character? John Diggle. Ooh! Because, I mean, Chick took Cisco, but that's yeah. a really good pick, too. But. I mean, either one's a good pick, but, yeah. man, John Diggle. Absolutely. I mean, so why, why do you like John so much? Because, I mean, like, Arrow, a lot of them are just, like, normal human beings. They don't have powers. But, like, John is just, like... A dude with a gun. Like, don't get me wrong, he's really good with that gun. He ends up with powers, just so. Well, yeah, I get that. But, like, I'm talking season one, season two. I'm just like, I loved John. I'm just, he's less like, especially when the Flash comes in, he's like, did you, uh, did you guys, nobody else is freaked out by that! And you just realize, oh yeah, he's just, like, normal. Did you see the episode where Flash grabs John and, like, rushes him from one city to the other, and then he immediately is like, that's a reoccurring joke. Yeah, that's, that becomes this reoccurring joke through the yeah. whole series. <laughs> Anytime and, he runs him yeah, anywhere, and, he ends up throwing up. Absolutely. And I think, and he's like, you could have warned me. And he's like, it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> like, I, 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 like there's, there's those comedic things where you have more serious characters. Yeah. But I think what was cool is John was not originally supposed to be a, an occur, a reoccurring character. He became a fan favorite. Yeah. Because uh, he was just the driver in the first few episodes. He really, like, he was named, but he really wasn't a character at that point. Like, 
he wasn't he wasn't focused, and then they started to build on him um, because I believe the story that I'd heard at least was that like he was kind of just going to be a guest for a few episodes, and then they started to like the chemistry that him and Stephen Amell got, and then they started to build him into the the system, um, and then the fan following uh, started to say, oh. John Diggle Stewart, <laughs> and then it was uh, Ernie Hudson shows up later, which I just love the Ghostbusters reference that they made in that episode too. I freaked out so hard when I found out they were going to have an Ernie Hudson episode. That yeah, was so, so good. seeing some of those yeah. big characters, I know Dolph Lundgren was in there for an episode or two, but uh, and just going that route, I thought it was cool. Can we talk about Rosa for a second from like the first episode of Arrow? I think was her name, or Rosalita or something. Oh, yeah, his, uh, his, his, his like, babe. It's good to see you. It's good and to then see you. you never see her again. I think she shows back up in, like, season eight. <laughs> like, literally, like, right at the end. Yeah. Like, she shows up just for, like, a hot second for a reference. Seriously, but, like, like, she <laughs> never... Yeah, I was like, wait, we're gonna get this. Like, she seems like she a mother figure. and just knew he was Arrow. It's just been, been, like, like I know eight years since I saw the first season of... Arrow, so I have no idea. Okay, so so the first episode, he comes from the island, yeah. and there's this like maid that's worked for the for the family for like forever, and she like calls it out like, dude, you're you're this Robin Hood guy, and like she, oh, she straight, figures out he's she he's figures it out, Arrow, but yeah. she's only there for the one episode, and then you forget about her. Like I forgot about <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely. but then like you have one person who's like, where is this? Where where's Rosa at? Where's yeah. Rosalita? At? Like where where is this character? <laughs> I love that. Maybe that's my favorite. Character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think my favorite character. Um, I love Ray Palmer. Mm. I think Ray Palmer is is a very genuine, down to earth character. I love Brandon Routh. He is a phenomenal awesome. character. Um, and I loved uh, when they did the crossover uh, last year. Uh, when they did, well, I guess it was twenty nineteen when they did uh, Christ on Infinite Earths. Uh, he got to play not only the Adam, but he also got to reprise his role as Superman. But not which just is, any Superman. Yeah, he was Kingdom Come. He was Come. Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, he was Kingdom which, Come Superman, which was pretty dope. You guys are just meeting me now, but I'm a huge Alex Ross fan. Oh my goodness! So it, I when the when the uh, when the um, stuff start coming out started coming out uh, the announcements about him being you know Kingdom Come Superman, I lost all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's one of the cool things is when we start to see the comic book adaptations. Um, so I'm gonna add this uh, question in. So it's uh, I, I like to I like to shake things up with you guys. So, what is your favorite comic book to TV moment? So like anything that was on a cover, anything that was those big moments. Um, so the two that that come to my mind at the moment are when Flash season two happened. Uh, the the and, and I'm just throwing big air quotes for you who can't see me. Um, when Jay Garrick first shows up and it's actually Zoom. Um, and he comes in, and he's running, and there's the pillar, and Patty Spivitz on the ground, and so you got Barry Allen on one side, and Jay Garrick, quote unquote, <laughs> mm-hmm. running on the other side, directly to Patty Spivitz right there. And I just I think what's cool about that is that was a direct reference to the Flash of Two Worlds, Flash One Twenty Three. And then the other one that comes to mind is from if you've seen Superman and Lois in the pilot episode, there's a moment where a car, a green bug comes off the side of the, the railing to come crush this little little teenage boy, and he's like, Superman just catches it, and they do like this side panel kind of thing of it, and it looks like uh, Action Comics number one. And I just, I love it. He, he was wearing the same exact, yeah, the exact same suit, suit from that cover also. Yeah. And I love that he specifically says, 
thanks, my mom made it. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, nice yeah. suit. He's like, thanks, my mom made it. I love that. So, like, what are, what are any others, like, that came to life off the pages? Any, even if it's, maybe it's a costume, because there's been multiple costume changes. Maybe it's something like that. What has been your favorite thing that has come off the pages into the Arrowverse? We, um, I don't know if this is going to be my official answer, but while Casey looks like he's thinking a little bit, I'll go ahead and chime in for um, a hot second. Uh, we already mentioned it when um, when we saw the Kingdom Come Superman from Brendan Routh. Uh, that that got me mega stoked because Kingdom Come is one of my favorite uh, comic books ever. But also when when Kevin Conroy comes in and plays Kingdom Come Batman. Who in the oh, yeah, in, in the book? That. Yeah, in the book, he's actually he's also kind of a bad guy. Because if you haven't read the book, spoilers. But in Kingdom Come, uh, Batman uh, and some other heroes team up with Lex Luthor, and Batman's old, so he's in like this robot Batman suit when he's fighting crime in the comic book, and that's how it was with with Kevin Conroy in Crisis. Yeah, yeah, that exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah, that's that was that's like a direct thing from. Kingdom Come, and he's not necessarily a bad guy in Kingdom Come, so they made him full-on bad guy in in Crisis, but he's still, like, kind of in the middle, because he, he partners with other bad guys in Kingdom Come, so that was pretty, that was pretty dope, um, but yeah, so, yeah, what about, what about you, Casey? Oh, my favorite, as I thought about it, was the boxing glove arrow. Ooh! <laughs> That's, yeah. yes! You yeah. know, they didn't have, I, I thought they could have used more... Wildcat. Yeah. In, in oh, Arrow. absolutely. But still, so, yeah, so yes. For those of you who don't know, he faces a, a hero from gold, Silver Gold Age? I'm not sure, quite sure. Um, I don't remember. But uh, Oliver's fighting him, and he like, does like a barrel roll, if I remember correctly, and like gets a punching glove in this gym that they're fighting in, and he shoots it at the guy in the show. But like he has like a boxing glove arrow in the comics, and it's kind of hilarious in the comics, and it was even better to see it show up in this... Like dark gritty TV show, and then it's like boom, boxing club arrow. Yeah, I know that uh, fans fans we went wild when that one hit because uh, wild guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think what was really cool nice about right that, one, on that one, what'd you say? I said nice right hook on that one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think what was really cool was uh, in Arrow they specifically never have trick arrows like that like they're they're not your typical like what the animated shows look like it's not like what the comic books have you don't see like come up with some good ones they did like like the grappling hook arrow but i mean in reality it's more like hey i'm trying to be batman where with the shows it just really was like that where in the comics and in some of the like justice league unlimited justice league animated series like all these different ones he's got like where it's like like, it looks like a pill on the end, and it explodes, and then it turns into this boxing glove, or, like, he shoots something at the ground, and then it, like, becomes this concrete fluid thing that, like, quick freezes, and, like, there's so many cool uh, arrows that he has, and I just, I think that when the boxing glove arrow hit, I think I even called you. I think I called you, and I was like, I'm watching the episode right now. It finally happened, It finally happened. I'm pretty sure I have the text somewhere that, that has that. Well, maybe not. I've had a few cell phones yeah. change of sense, but um, I just, I love that. So, what's your favorite TV show, and which of the seasons has been your favorite? Um. So while you're while you're thinking on it, um, if it isn't abundantly clear already, my favorite show is Flash. Um, is that what we're asking? Yes. Yeah. Overall favorite show, Flash, and which favorite season of it? 
Um, so every time me and Jordan talk about this, he disagrees. But my and this is probably an unpopular opinion. But my favorite season of Flash is season four, where the main villain is the Thinker. Um, and it's not that like I love season one, two, and three almost as much. But the thing that got me with season four was uh, the addition of Ralph Dibney and Elongated Man. Mm. Um, and the one there's one scene that pu- that puts it over the edge for me. And me and Jordan talk about this scene all the time. It's the one scene where Ralph is struggling with whether or not he wants to kill the thinker or not. And <coughs> you're right there, Jordan? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling with uh, if, if he should kill him or not. And he's having uh, a, a, an argument with Barry about it. And um, some background information. They found Ralph kind of like down on his luck. <laughs> he's down on his luck. And they, they pretty much, like, per- helped him turn his life around. And uh, he had never really had friends before. <coughs> and uh, so, you know, the thinker's threatening all his friends. They're, and he's like, this is my new family. And uh, so, you know, Barry asks him about it. And he's like, this is, this is my family. He can't do anything to them. They are mine. It's a huge, like, emotional like moment and it just I'm a giant, you know, cornball, so I love moments like this. You're right, Jordan? Yeah, I'm great. Okay. Anyways, that's so that's the reason why season 4 just that that scene by itself makes it my favorite season ever. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with probably Arrow and season 1 just Ooh. because if you listen to the first episode of this podcast, you'll realize that one of my favorite superheroes is Green Arrow. And I'm just a big fan of origin stories in general. I always think it's cool to see the background of where they came from before and where they're at now. Not so much the superhuman stuff, like, later. Not that that's not cool. Don't get me wrong. That can bring a lot of cool stuff, too. But it's like, why do you do stuff? That's always interesting to me. What made you the hero you are? And so to see how they kind of came up with that for the TV show and how they differed that, that was just probably my favorite thing. And to see him struggle with, should I have a team? Should I not let these people in? How am I going to do this by myself? That kind of stuff was really cool for me. I gotcha. I like it. Um, I'm a split way tie. Uh-huh. Um, so I started. To, I started to think about this because I was talking with uh, Chick a little bit about these questions uh, prior to this, and I think I sit between Arrow season two and Legends season two. Oh, okay. With, uh, with Legion of Doom. With the Legion nice. of Doom. Oh, I forgot about because the Legion, the Legion of Doom. Doom yeah. It just it brought on something different. Season one of Legends. I'm sorry, DC. I love you guys very much, but it sucked. It, it just, it was, really? the, it was every episode was the same. You, you track down Vandal in a different time. And he, and then they, squirms they, away. Yeah. yeah, they like kind of beat him, but they don't, or he gets away. Like there's, it, it really didn't bring a whole lot of, of depth. There were no real stakes. Like, yeah, you're there, like there was we know he's going to get away because it's not the season finale. Like, exactly. No. And there, there was nothing that was so big that they, that they could handle and not handle. That's like it was one of those just weird shots. Also, doesn't doesn't Rip Hunter and Gideon like make out in season one? Or is that uh, season two? That might be season two. That was so awkward, anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there was there was this thing. It just it was weird. Um, but I think what's really cool about when you get to Legend season two is when they introduce Nate, uh, Commander Steel. Oh yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's he's a great character. I love him when he when he's because they. Uh, I was recently watching uh, season. 
five and, or four or five, whatever the most recent one was. Mm. And I was watching some of the last episodes that I'd missed and he goes to this fraternity and the character of Nate, I just laugh at every single time because he got drunk at a frat party and then he's like, do it. And they're like, we haven't done this in for like in many, many years. And they go to spank him, but he, he steeled up his, his back end and they break the paddle and they're like, you got buns of steel. And, I'm, and he's like, yeah, I do. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I relate to that. But I also loved Vixen, the, um, the Amaya Vixen. So, so that Vixen versus the, when they first tried to bring her on back with, uh, cause they tried to bring in like the, the 21st century Vixen, her what's, granddaughter. Yeah, what season of era was she in? I think she was season three. Oh, uh, three or four. I think it was like three. Yeah, right. Um, but, but they brought her in for like an episode or two and then did the animated run for two, two seasons, which was like, which was what, based off of that character. Yeah. Based yeah, off of that Mar- character. Version, yeah. But then they really didn't bring her back and then they fixed Vixen in Legends. And they were like, it's going to be too confusing if we have two different Vixens. And I'm like, why do you think we're stupid? <laughs> like, like why, why do you not think that we can figure out which Vixen is which? They're not showing up in each other's shows. So it's not like it's going to be too big an issue. It's like that Spider-Man meme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where everybody's pointing, pointing at each pointing other. Pointing at the same person. No, you yeah. Vixen. No, I'm Vixen. I'm Vixen. No, you, hey, you look like Vixen. No, I'm very damn. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, I just I, I really think that uh, season two was just done so well. They handled the characters properly, and I'm hoping for a second Legion of Doom. I think that that could be done very well if they handle it properly. But here's here's who I think they should have grabbed as like a rotation of villains. I think you could have grabbed every villain that you finished in a season and had them on rotation. So you could have brought the Thinker in from season four of Flash. You could have brought Deathstroke in from season two. Like, because it's a time-traveling show, so then you can start grabbing the different villains. Now, the reason I love Arrow season two so much is because it's Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Deathstroke is one of my all-time favorite villains. Oh, yeah. And and the guy that they got for Slade Wilson, I don't care if you like Joe Manganiello or not for the, the Snyderverse what's, or whatever. What's, what's his name? Uh, Manu Bennett. Okay, so there's a basketball player named Manu Ginobili. And I was literally about to say, Manu Ginobili, right? Oh, no. That's... Nope, nope. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Manu Bennett plays uh, Deathstroke, Slade Wilson, and Arrow. Yeah. And I think that they gave him this redemption story that he didn't need. I think they should have just continually like, written Like with his kids and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that there were just too many missed opportunities. You could have continually done it. Just have Deathstroke be a dick the whole time. Yeah, so language, but yeah, just have but, be a de- but just being being time. a bad guy and just yeah. really focusing on some of it. I think that that's where we we go with it. Um, so, what has been your favorite crossover so far? And if you need help, I can give you the crossovers. Well, it's really easy for me because unfortunately, I have only seen I think one crossover. And that <laughs> was the aliens one? So oh, the with the dominators, the dominators. Yeah, yeah, so that one was really not, cool. Don't get me wrong. No, it's not. It's not bad at all, as far as I know. It's actually the best one, as far as I know. But <laughs> as far as I'm aware, I mean, it was like the first one, so it was a really big event back then. Because we're like, wait, all these TV shows are going to cross over? It's like an in-home TV movie. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Um. So, like, I thank you. I want. I want to. I want to say Crisis of Infinite Earths. Um. So that like that's like my go-to answer. But let me give you an underrated crossover for me. Okay. Right. It's Crisis on Planet X. Ooh, because that was a good one. because there's one there's you get to see 
evil, like, Nazi Tommy arrow. Yeah. In, in the beginning. But then there's also, like, you get to see Red Tornado, which dope. Uh, well, that's not the first time Red Tornado's even shown up. Yeah, but still, like... It's, yeah, getting to see a Red Tornado yeah, on yeah. the screen. He's yeah, that's cool. Um, and then also, uh, you have, like, the... Once again, I'm a giant, I'm a giant, like, bag of feelings, I'm sorry, but when... It's because that's when um, that's when don't apologize for your feelings, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when um, what's his face dies. That's when Fire Firestorm dies. Yeah, um, not not Jefferson. Um, what's was that Martin? Yeah, Martin? that's when when Stein, Stein Stein dies. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, like leading up to his death. There's like Jefferson has uh, Jax has all they they kind of have like all these little fights and stuff, and he ends up being like. Uh, you're you're the best son I could have ever asked for because they're close and like yeah. oh my goodness such a touching moment and then he dies <laughs> so it's like you're like all on your feels and then just heart gets ripped out of your chest I'm not crying you're crying okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start I gotta say here. I my favorite um and it's one that I like to go back and watch completely out of order and like I will just go back and just watch the one episode. And this is a very underrated episode, in my opinion. It is the dynamic duet when Star or when Supergirl and Flash are uh, abducted by the Music Meister. Yeah, you're weird because you like Glee. Well, yeah, <laughs> I do like Glee. Uh, but but I think what was cool was the Music Meister was in Glee, and then uh, Flash and Supergirl were both in there. Mm-hmm. But then you had the voice talents. Of so many other people. I mean, Malcolm Merlin was was a singer, which uh, is John Barry. The guy who plays Joe was in Rent. Yeah. Like, yeah, so like, yeah, you have some amazing talent yeah. right there. But I, I'm like, I think what was cool about that was you, every show has to have that, that musical episode. Like, if any type of long-running series, you always fit in at least one musical episode. And how do you do that with superheroes? Well, you grab a music-based villain. And I think that they just handled that one so well because now they never have to touch it again because if someone says, well, why didn't you do a music episode? Well, we did, and we handled it properly. Like, it was it was done very well. And I'm like, I think that the Music Meister could easily come back and do a whole other episode with a whole new cast. Like, you could go in and do, like, one with Legends and just completely, like, throw us all a, a screwball and just completely mess with us and just see what, what talent is there. So the actress who plays Sarah... Mm-hmm. Is a world class talented dancer. I didn't realize Katie Lops. She's a class dancer. I've I've seen I've seen some videos of her dancing, and yeah, she got it. Okay, she has it. Whatever it is for dancers, I don't know what that is, but she has it. Nice. Okay, so who has been your favorite uh, cameo or nod in the series? And this goes for when I say cameo, I mean like short runs. So like Wildcats. Or Red Tornado, or and I'm even gonna give uh, Wild uh, or oh, not Wild uh, Firestorm. I'll even give Firestorm as in like the Ronnie Raymond Firestorm. Rains, yeah. Um, do you have one, Casey? Can I go first? You, you can go ahead and go first. Okay, so uh, I had one answer for this, but then earlier tonight, like I was thinking about this all week, but then earlier tonight, I thought of this particular one. I'm gonna go with this one. All right. When they had Ezra Miller for that one scene in Crisis of Infinite Earths, which we talked about Spider-Man meme earlier, like literal Spider-Man meme with Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller both being the Flash on the same screen. Which I think think one of the coolest things about that 
is the fact that it not only now connects all these different shows through Crisis on Infinite Earths, where you've got your Batman 66, your Wonder Woman 70s, um, you've got the Birds of Prey, Smallville, right. literally everything under the sun is now connected, but now you're connected to the movies as well. Because of that one scene, right. you now can explain that here's how we have five different flashes. Here's how we have so many different Batmans and, and how we, we've connected so many different things. I think that, yeah, I got to agree. I think that's one of the coolest scenes. But my, my other one and answer to that was when they had Tom Welling also in Crisis of Infinite Earths because Tom Welling is awesome. I love that dude. If you guys don't know who Tom Welling is, uh, he played Draco Malfoy, right? <laughs> In the, in the Harry Rock, Potter No, movies. no, no. Tom, Tom Welling is Clark Kent in Smallville. Oh, I was thinking Tom... You were talking Tom Felton. Tom Felton. Felton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. So Tom Welling... But, but Julian in season three of yeah, Flash Julian, was awesome. Julian too. was amazing. I'm yeah. still still really mad that he wasn't there. I My bad, guys. I, I did... I guess I'm not nerdy enough. I'm not nerdy. But Tom, Tom Welling as, is my favorite Clark Kent ever. Um, I know Smallville had some faults as a show. But Tom Welling is the best Clark Kent there has ever been. Anyways, yeah. Absolutely. So mine's a little different. Um, it's actually a name that actually is kind of a nod. So Harrison Wells, H.G. Wells, was the man who wrote The Time Machine. And so that nod, I don't know that many people catch that. And like, War of the Worlds. What? And War of the Worlds. And War of the Worlds, Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's just a cool nod to me. Like, it's not necessarily a character, but, like, the guy who traveled through time decided to take, like, I don't know if it was the producers, but it's like, oh, Harrison Wells is the first person he went. So he's like, oh, so H.G. Wells, maybe? There, there isn't a Harrison Wells in DC Comics? Uh, I am not for sure on that I don't one. Know we'll that have either. To, to post. This is a very nerdy podcast, and none of us know that. That's a shame. <laughs> well, we didn't do our research, okay? <laughs> That's so cool, add, though. They do Casey. add a lot of different things <laughs> yeah, into the do. shows yeah. and then eventually make them headcanon or, or, or yeah. eventually like canon. Like how there's the both way. a white and a black Wally West in comic books now. Yeah, there's also cool. a white canary and black canary because of Sarah, of Sarah yeah. Lance. It's pretty yeah. dope, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, my favorites that have shown up, um, I loved Wildcat. Wildcat coming into the series was amazing. I, I wanted more of him, that. though. I do agree with that. <laughs> but I think what's cool is now in the show Stargirl, which will be showing up into yeah, uh, season two on cat, CW, yeah. so it will be joining the Arrowverse, uh, but it is originally a DC Universe show. Um, I think what's cool about that is they've got the female version, Yolanda, um, and they said that they're going to be actually showing flashbacks of the older cast, and they actually have John Wesley Shipp, who played Flash in the 90s, and then his dad and the uh, Jay Garrick Flash in the new Flash series. Um, he's actually going to be Jay Garrick in Stargirl Good. as their Flash on that Earth. Whatever, whatever happened to Jay Garrick when the, in Crisis of Infinite Earths when there was only one Earth? Uh, it, I, think, I don't think they showed us if so, anything happened to him. So I'm not entirely sure, and I think that might have to be another podcast when we talk about some of okay, this stuff. Cool. Um, but I think that they're just going to try and explain that when he shows up on Earth 2. Because they quote unquote killed everybody, but then at the end you start seeing all the new Earths start There formulating. can't be a Flash TV show with, with, without JWS, man. There can't. I, yeah. So, <laughs> but I think the other person that I absolutely loved was Jonah Hex. He showed up on Legends of Tomorrow for a few different episodes, and I think that Jonah Hex has been an amazing addition to uh, the series. I just, I personally love like 
old westerns um when it comes to some of that uh i'm not someone who will just sit down and watch a western that's not my 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 go-to um clearly as I, i talk about all these nerdy things like i'd rather go uh katie and i watched the martian the other night just because i was like I, I need something nerdy. I need a book. I need something that we're watching that like I've read or I've listened to. And she and I argued for probably 20 minutes. And then I was like, let's just watch the Martian. And she was like, okay. How can Aquaman talk to dolphins? They're mammals. I know. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. That, that was a line from the book. Everybody, if you've not mammals, read it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So my next question is who? Wait, before we get on that, I want to make a comment about, about Jonah Hex. Yeah. One of the things I like. This is a thought I have a ton about Jonah Hex. Uh, I'll make this. I'll make this quick. I wish time travel was a thing, because I want there to be a Jonah Hex movie and us to time travel back to like Dirty Harry times and get uh, get what's his face? Um, uh, who plays Dirty Harry? Uh, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I wish we time travel back to Dirty Dirty Harry times and get Clint Eastwood from those times, taken back to the future, and shoot a Jonah Hex movie with Clint Eastwood. That would be pretty. Those good. are literally the same people. Get, get Jonah Hex Clint Eastwood. and Clint Eastwood are the same person. Anyways, continue with your question. I still feel like you could get a current Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and still play well, yeah. <laughs> if you've seen the Mule, like he, mm-hmm. he just he he does well in everything he does. Like anything he put, he's kind of like uh, uh, miser. Every time his thumb touches something, turns to gold. But when uh, um, whenever they do animated versions of Jonah Hex, they sound exactly like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, just saying. They just yeah. they nail it very very well. Oh, yeah. um, but that's that's just who I loved seeing, and I hope that they continue to bring yeah. him back in some shape or form. Uh, but I know that they're not doing, uh, or this season they're doing a lot more with aliens, so that's going to be a little that's bit funny. different. Um, so, who would you like to make an appearance in the Arrowverse? Who hasn't, or maybe you want to see someone reappear? Uh, what what character specifically would you like to see show up? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not up to date, but Nightwing. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So they've, they've talked about Bloodhaven, and I think they've yeah. even visited Bloodhaven, but they've not introduced Nightwing yet. And I think that's because he is technically a Fox property at the moment. Uh, okay. Was, uh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not caught up on Batwoman. So I don't Mo- know. Most yeah. of the Bat okay. family is, uh, at this moment is Fox-owned. As far, of, as far as I know, because of the Jim Gordon show. Yeah, so so, with, so well, show. that was because uh, when they wrote all the rights out and things like that, Fox got a hold of Batman for the Adam West show. Oh, okay. And so when Batman with Adam West was there, the rights are very different than what they were. Um, and so now going forward, they're still kind of up in the air trying to figure things out. Um, but, like, you can't just say, oh, hey, you have, like, ten years to use the character, like, how the Marvel deals were. Um, I think that they just, they bought the rights. Um, and so they would have to sell the rights. But Batman is such a huge character, I just don't know that you're going to see it. Um, but I would absolutely love to see Nightwing. Bummer. I know. Well, they they brought Batman somewhat into the Arrowverse. So, yeah. And they've, they've name-dropped Oracle, and they've name-dropped a few other characters. So, fingers are crossed, but... Don't hold your breath just yet. Okay. I know they already pointed to it at the end of um, the last season of Arrow. So it's already happened for us, but I don't care. I still want more of it. I need some Green Lanterns in the Amen. Like I know we Preach. got I know John Diggle became the John Stewart Green Lantern at, at the at the end of Arrow. 
in the season, the series finale. But I still want an actual in, like, in, um, in their, like, you know, superhero doiness, doing Green Lantern stuff. Not just a, a point towards, oh yeah, J- John Diggle becomes a Green Lantern. So, you guys are happy now. I want to see John Diggle or a Hal Jordan guy, Gardner, Kyle Rayner, whatever, uh, Jessica Cruz, be a Green Lantern doing Green Lantern-y things in an Arrowverse show. I gotcha. I, you know, there's a lot of really good characters that I would love to see show up. Um, I want to see if I want to see Doctor Fate show up. I think Doctor Fate or Zatanna would just be really, really good. So Doctor Fate's helmet has shown up mm-hmm. in the Constantine series. Yeah. Um, in in his home that he he walks through, but the Constantine series was originally done through NBC. Um, so it's not affiliated, but then they brought the character over because it had a, such a cult following. They were like, we can't run a TV series on this character alone. However, we can bring him into Arrow, and then he became a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And I just I think that, man, he just plays such a great Constantine. But uh, I, I think Dr. Doctor, Doctor, uh, Fate or Zatanna would be amazing magical replacements or additions. Um, I think Zatanna would bring a magical flair to Flash very well. There, there isn't enough magical... Um, heroes in the Arrowverse, honestly. Yeah, there, there's really not. I think yeah. that, and I think there's there's a reason behind that. I think when you look at the, the demographic, like, there's a lot of people who love those magic characters, but we're not ready for it yet. Like, Marvel just finally got into, hey, Doctor Strange back in 16, and then Scarlet Witch just got a series this year. And, uh, oh, who's the bad guy in the WandaVision show? Agatha. Uh, Agatha. Agatha Cromwell. Right? No, that's <laughs> that's that's how we tell Oops, dude, <laughs> that'd be so dope. If we had a Cromwell in a DC Halloween. or Marvel show. Oh man, that would be great. There's a DC Halloween time crossover that's about to happen. It's <laughs> a real, Marvel, it's yeah. a real deep. Oh call. my goodness, <laughs> I would watch the heck out of that. Honestly. <laughs> well, seeing as they're all owned by Disney. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I think that, that having Agatha, like, it, they're just going to have to figure out how to do it because, I mean, even Dungeons and Dragons, we talked about this on the first episode, Casey, how Dungeons and Dragons was kind of referred to as this demonic thing and people look yeah. at magic, where magic, a lot of times, people don't realize, like, it's not real for the most part. Like, there, I mean, there's sleight of hand, things like that. Yeah. And, like, if you get very spiritual about it, I have no doubt that there's going to be some spiritual warfare. There's, there's no doubt there. As a Christian, I believe that. However... Looking at it, when you go to bring that to life, like, Doctor Strange was a phenomenal film. And then the WandaVision series was phenomenal. And Marvel is starting to handle that properly. Yeah. And everything that, that John Constantine has done has been on that, like, scary edge. But, like, he's doing his magic thing. And then, like, uh, in one of the most recent episodes that I watched of Legends, he, like, has to get his smokes. Because a lot of his magic he does with, like, with the his, fire. Yeah, and and, yeah, and he, yeah. he lights up a... Uh, a, uh, a cigarette, and then he like fully lights it on fire, and then like sends one of the demons back to hell or something like that. It's yeah. like it's it's cool to see some of that, but like you have to know your audience, and you have to know what what the TV ratings are. Well, I mean, you've seen there's plenty of DC animated shows that have used magic. Really oh yeah, well. yeah, yeah, very very plenty. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, when we get to to the future episode with Young Justice, we'll definitely talk about some of that because yeah. that some of those characters they've done it very very well. Smallville. Has both of those characters in it already, and um, 
Have you watched Smallville? I have watched the first okay, season of Smallville. I know Jordan has. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't come They don't come in there. I, don't, yeah. I assume they yeah. wouldn't come in in the first uh, season. Satana <laughs> is in a couple episodes. First season, everybody's in. Yeah. <laughs> Satana is weird in Smallville, but I thought, um, I thought, uh, I thought Dr. Fate was really great in Smallville. So, yeah, anyways. Fantastic. Uh, so, who has been your favorite villain so far? I, I, and you don't have to go main villain. Yeah. You can go any villain that, that has been there. The obvious answer is Deathstroke. Um, <laughs> that was the best one. Uh, so I'll, I'll go off of that, because um, that's the obvious one. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, Zoom. Ooh. Zoom was a really good one, just because, like, uh, I mean, uh, Reverse Flash is like a really easy like he's not a very he's a very shallow character he hits the flash that's it uh zoom is literally just evil like he's just a giant piece of crap you know evil dude who's never going to be not evil yeah so i'm gonna have to disagree with you chick i think my favorite villain is the reverse flash and the reason being is because that man had to go through literally like raising his arch enemy yeah he hated him so much he had to learn Right. To love him? Yeah, like, he, had to, like, te- a, yeah. he had to teach him how to right. face their walls. Yeah, like, right. he, he walked it through every step of the way. Which, to me, is super interesting. I don't, I don't but, not yeah. enjoy... Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Al- saying. Also, okay, so quick story. Um, so the actor who plays Tom, uh, who plays Reverse Flash, Tom Cavanaugh, I, whenever he, I, the first season of Flash came out and he was the bad guy in it, I had the hardest time taking his character seriously. Because he plays uh, one of my favorite TV shows ever is Scrubs. He mm. plays the the brother of the main yeah. character JD in Scrubs. He's a very very Hi, goofy Dan. character. Yeah, and that's all I could see yeah. was his uh, his name's Dan in Scrubs. All yeah. I could see was Dan from Scrubs. I didn't yeah. get used to it. It was so funny. It was like, oh, okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, one of my favorites that I love showing up, and and this is just from a comic book perspective and a Young Justice fan, Brick. Brick showed up. Mm. Oh, yeah. Brick was actually played by the the former actor who played Juggernaut mm-hmm. in the original X Men movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that was genius. Use the guy who played the Juggernaut to turn around and play the Juggernaut for DC. <laughs> yeah, like you you just they handled it very well. I wish they would have got and, and maybe this is just because I loved the first, like I know there's there's sometimes the racial bending and the gender bending and things like that. I think they should have not used him. I wish they would have got, like, a black bodybuilder of some sort. Because I feel like the Young Justice embodiment where he had, like, the cornrows, the white cornrows. Oh, and all yeah, that, yeah. He just... That would have been, cool. been really cool. But I still love seeing the character there. Um, I also... Uh, I remember hearing there was talk, and I don't remember if he made it into to the uh, all of this, but Kevin Smith, which mm-hmm. is a big name mm-hmm. uh, in the nerd community, he created a DC villain called Onomatopoeia Man. <laughs> and, yep. and I don't remember that this showed up, but he's supposed to like flip cards. And it, I really wish, and this this is going to kind of go into my next my next question, the biggest missed opportunity. And I think if you would have, I don't remember him being in here, but I remember us talking about him showing up potentially. And he's supposed to say like like a card that says bang, and then an explosion happens. So like he's mute. This character yeah. is literally mute, but he has like a deck of cards, and every time he does something or shows something that next that's what happened so like freeze and then like like they, they would stop yeah or like he just he played it to his ability and i was like 
Man, that is such a great character. I can see the writers of Flash coming up with like a really dope like sci-fi explanation to Automatopoeia Man's superpower. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I honestly believe that that is probably the biggest missed opportunity because I don't remember that it actually made it into Arrow. Now, Arrow spanned eight seasons. That's a lot to go back and rewatch, but yeah. I remember that one specifically being talked about. So I'm going to claim that as my biggest missed opportunity was Automatopoeia Man not showing up in Arrow. Yeah. Um, so what... If you could choose one missed opportunity, what would it be for Arrow or the Arrowverse? Mr. Makes a place. Yeah. Either in Flash or Supergirl. I don't right. know where he, he would fit in better, but... So he actually was in Supergirl. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I ended up looking it up uh, because Supergirl was really political for me, so I kind of yeah. backed out of that one. Same. Um, and, and I just I struggled with some of that, but I did look over like some of the characters because I was like... Did Mr. Mix, Mixaplex uh, yeah. end up showing up? And they said, yeah, he actually showed up for a small amount of time. But they didn't do, like, an animated small version of him. Like, yeah. how you kind of see, like, he's a little bit more goofy. Mm-hmm. And they, they did, like, an actual person who was a little bit shorter than her. I feel like you really missed an opportunity. Like, put him in Flash. I feel like he'd be really good in, like, the Flash show. And then maybe Supergirl crosses over into it. Oh, help. yeah. That'd be Save cool if they put him in Superman Lois. Yeah, that, that would be cool. That would have been really cool. Or even on Legends. I think he yeah. would have yeah. fit I mean, really well. I mean, he fits well. into a bunch of the shows just because of the way his backstory is. I don't think that Black Lightning or Batwoman would have really fit well for him. Um, but I think that the playfulness of Flash, Supergirl, or Superman and Lois mm-hmm. kind of sits right. really well. But even Legends, I feel like he could really give them a run for, his, for yeah. their money. And I feel like that would be a really well-written show. Okay, so my answer, I think you'll resonate with this, Jordan, because I know... We di- we disagree on this season of Flash. Um, okay, so so I think they could have done more with uh, with uh, Flashpoint because uh, yeah. so season three of Flash is based off of Flashpoint, but they didn't do any of the Flashpoint stuff in from like the comic books or the animated movie. They just were like, oh yeah, he went back and you know saved his parents from dying and created an alternate timeline. That's pretty much the only Flashpoint thing. They did with it. There was no, you know, in reality, it, Aquaman, there was Wonder no, Woman. Well, there was war, no war. Like there that. was no like. Yeah. It, in reality, Flashpoint only lasted what two, three episodes, and right? Then, and then, it, like the the effects reverberated out. Yeah. And I think that you could have done a full season on Flashpoint, kind of like like Civil War. It should not have been a movie. I was literally just about to say, yeah. It, like it, Civil it, War. Same reason why Civil the movie Civil War was so disappointing was because it was nothing like. The yeah. actual comic book you series. Have, you have so yeah. much material that's right there and so much you can build off of and bring all these other characters. Like, you could have brought characters in as a crossover, to speak, without actually making it part of the mainstream timeline. Like, like you could have easily fit him in that he missed a year because he screwed something up. And that whole season is going to be kind of like a set-in-stone, missed opportunity thing. I enjoyed the third season of Flash thoroughly, though. But still, a whole season of actual Flashpoint Paradox would have been, like, so dope. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I've had a blast talking with you guys, and thank you all for our listeners who are out there supporting this podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll catch you next time here on Nerd Talk. Mm-hmm.